Hey there, Smelly Bellies. Welcome to episode number 32 of the Smelly Cast podcast with Mike and Phil. Today, we uh, laid back a little bit. We had a good little chat and reminisced a little, talked about some new cool things, including something very special that happened today, like the release of the new Star Wars trailer. If you haven't watched it, stop what you're doing right now. Quit listening to this podcast. Go watch it, and then come back, and then watch it with us on the podcast, because we do that. Let's get started. What's up, man? Oh, hey. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't know you came to this gym. Oh, yeah, I do. Speaking I work of that. Out, work out my muscles here. Yeah, speaking of gyms, I'm going to drink this Pepsi real fast. Oh, that's such a great idea. I've got a soda. Uh, I'm excited for it. Let's hear about it. Phil, have you ever had Izzy's? Yeah, just love, had one. I love Izzy's. Probably so, two weeks ago. This was this is one that um, I haven't, I've never had before. This is a sparkling lemon ginger Izzy. Ooh. Yeah. So I don't I don't really know what to expect, but uh, I, but I know I love all the Izzy's like I love 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 the blueberry one, yeah. And um, I love like even the orange ones are different. Like I love it because they've got they've got some real juice in it. You know, it's like seventy yeah, percent. They're juice. They're juice sweetened, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I, like I I don't know. Let's see. Yeah, yeah. There's no like. Uh, high fructose corn syrup or anything it's just fruit right. juice blend is the first first thing and then sparkling water the natural flavor citric That's acid cool. apple and hibiscus juice concentrates for color anyway so here's the sparkling lemon ginger i'm excited every time you do that i just feel like you're playing a sound bite <laughs> i do have one of a can opening that's a pretty good sound bite. That's pretty good. Oh, that's oh oh. <laughs> it's not bad. It's not. It's definitely not like as good as like some of the other ones. It's not as flavorful. Like I was expecting the lemon to be a lot stronger. And I mean ginger, you gotta. You gotta pack the ginger in there if you're gonna impress me. Like I need to, I need to have a burn in my throat. I, I'm barely getting any ginger out of that. Yeah. It's kind of like, I don't know. It's nice though. It's, it's really light and it's, uh, it's seventy percent juice. So how can you go wrong with that? So uh, yeah, if you see a lemon ginger Izzy, uh, check it out. If, if you can turn down one of the other ones. This Pepsi tastes like a Pepsi. Dude, I can't do Pepsi. I, you know, I never, ever, ever choose Pepsi. Like, you know, on this, well, so on this last trip, when I was shooting this documentary over spring break, I realized that I do this and I don't even do it like consciously, but I pair my foods with a soda that will complement it. Okay. Is that weird? I treat it almost like a wine or a beer. No, no, so, like I do that, like pizza needs root beer for me. Right. Pizza and root beer is a great thing. Mexican food in a Pepsi works really well because the spiciness or the kind of salty flavors that come with Mexican food. You wouldn't rather very, have a, like a Haritos or something? Well, they make, I don't know, Pepsi's so sweet, it makes it sweeter. It like, yeah. 
it, it just kind of accents it a little bit more for me. So that's just kind of the thing I do. Um, I obviously, know. I'm a Dr. Pepper man. Well, but yeah, that's the thing. Usually, anywhere where I go where they have Pepsi, that means that they have Dr. Pepper. And yeah. I'm, I'm always going to choose Dr. Pepper over Pepsi every day. Well, it just depends because Dr. Pepper is its own company. It's the Dr. Pepper 7-Up Corporation, right? right, right and so right. out here, Coca-Cola packages uh, Dr. Dr. Pepper. Yeah, right. and, and out here, it, it's separate. But it's starting to blend through. Like, I've got um, – I have two of those uh, mix stations. What's it called? Like the flavor, you know, or the freestyle machines. Yeah, Coca-Cola, Coca-Cola freestyle. I have those two of them in my office. And, um, <laughs> so great. So, so I uh, – I, I, have Dr. Pepper in there and it's Coke. Um, but, but did I talk about that app on here? No. So uh, there's, there's a freestyle app that you can download for your phone and you can create your own mixes of, of soda and you can choose like the percentages of what you want to mix. And so like, if you, if you really like, you know, that your, your Dr. Cherry vanilla, Dr. Pepper, you can get extra, you know, you can make sure there's extra cherry in there. And, and, and it connects to the freestyle machine? Yes. You scan, what? A, you scan a QR code on the, on the machine and it pulls up all of your mixes. No way. Yes. It's crazy. No way. Yes. What? So I've, I've got a couple, but my favorite one I've, I've named the cherry bomb. And uh, so I love cherry soda, like cherry anything. I love cherry flavoring. And, um. So this is it's Dr. Pepper Cherry with Cherry Fanta and a little bit of Cherry Sprite. Whoa. And it's called the Cherry Bomb. And it's, it's Cherry-tastic. Okay. Cherry-tacular. Cherry-tacular. You sound like, like Rekha Ralph or something. <laughs> it's so, so anyway, it's fun to kind of go in there and, and play around with it. Um, That's hint, cool. Uh, just a hint to anybody. And you can do this. You can, like, scan it at, like... Um, like our movie theaters out here have the freestyle like, machines now too. I think Firehouse Subs all have them. Yeah, and um, like they're Noodles pretty popular. Company I think has them. And anyway, Burger King's so getting all them. of them with this new update. They all have this QR code functionality, and uh, so you can create these mixes and have them anywhere, which is so cool. Um, there are some hangups, like if they're out of the the syrup for your mix, then it won't work, or whatever. Or if they don't have Dr Pepper, like some don't, like then it won't work. Well, um, you can go talk to the manager because, like, my brother Josh works at a Burger King where they have one, and he just has a card that he swipes, and then they're literally the syrup just comes in cartridges. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's like, it's like toner. Yeah, it's like toner instead of like a giant box of syrup, which <laughs> most people have, and if you know them, they weigh like ninety pounds because they're just condensed syrup yeah. that you run carbonated water through. Yep. Yep. So it's crazy stuff. It's the future. The world we live in. Well, um, so that, that leads me into, so for those of you that, that can't tell, you know, we're just, we're just kind of shooting the breeze. Yeah. Here, just, just catching this is up. Good. This, we're just catching up. We never, we never get to like sit down and talk, Phil. No, I know. It feels good. Well, so Phil, I'm super excited for you to come and visit next time you do because we have a brand new movie theater. I heard it was actually open when I was there last, but I wasn't there for pleasure, so I couldn't attend with you. I'll give you, I'll give you some pleasure. Oh, yeah, I love movie pleasure. <laughs> pour, pour some pickle juice on you. <laughs> yeah, Shutter uh, Island. <laughs> so yeah, it's this the new Megaplex theaters um, in Vineyard, Utah, and. Uh, 
uh, the the main thing that I'm excited about is we have a freaking IMAX in Utah County now, and that's that that's just beautiful for me. Oh, I miss it. I miss it. I miss being able to do an IMAX. There's an IMAX right by my office in Tempe. Oh, that's which nice. was fun. But they didn't they didn't really have like good movies. I mean, as much. I mean, yeah. But then out here in Santa Fe, it's like an hour to the nearest IMAX in really? Albuquerque. That's and crazy. There's only one. Well, you probably see all your movies in your your nice private screening room. Well, our screening is like a, a sh- or the screen is what it's called, and it's like a half an IMAX, so it's still giant. That's huge. Yeah, but it's um, I don't know. It's it's an indie film theater. theater yeah. Right. They're so play, they're still playing Birdman. No, they're doing like documentaries <laughs> and stuff about Shakespeare and old folks' homes and stuff like that, which is really cool. You guys should watch it. Um, but there's, um. Yeah, so they have clubs where they watch things like they recently just watched all of the Harry Potters in there. Oh, yeah. So you just watch them on half an IMAX at 10 p.m. But they're at 10 p.m. and I'm old, so I don't want to stay up till like 1230 every night. Yeah, that sucks. Drive home 15 minutes? That uh, sucks yeah, really bad. It wouldn't suck if you were living on campus. No, it doesn't. You just walk over there. My dog's well, going crazy so, right now. So that reminds me. So I'm going to – this is kind of a weird way to get to this topic. But, Phil, you remember back when um, Avengers came out, we did this awesome marathon. Of yes. All the, all the Avengers movies. So that was f- so much fun. So um, I, was, I was thinking today because today is the day where the new Star Wars teaser came out, right? And, um, and, and so I was thinking how fantastic would it be if we had a chance to see all the Star Wars films on the big screen again? Like, what if they did a marathon in December for the new Star Wars? I, I, like, I, I could not not see that. Just a chance to see everything on the big screen again, you know? Yeah. Like, it's, it's, I haven't seen them on the big screen. I guess, so they did do, they did start doing those re-releases, right? And they did episode one as a re-release. But, but before that, it was the, it was the special editions the last time that I saw them all on the big screen. Yeah, and then they stopped doing the re-releases, and I think it's because they sold Lucasfilms sold themselves to Disney. Well, um, no, they stopped it like years ago. No, because we watched the re-releases just recently. It was just like two years ago. But they didn't do all of them. They only did no. They like, just did the first one. Yeah, and then the, and, and then it was they in three D. Yeah, yeah. Well, pod racing has never been so fun. That was so fun, but I would just kill to watch oh, those man. on a big screen again yeah. with a bucket I've full never, of popcorn. Well, the, here's the thing: like, I didn't really understand the value of seeing a film in the theater really until yeah. Casablanca, because oh, I've seen wow. Casablanca and everyone talks about Casablanca and how great it is. And to be honest, it fell flat for me the first two times I saw it on DVD. I was like, "This is super boring. I do not like this." And then there was a re-release for for one of the anniversaries, and so. They um, they showed it in the theater there, the Cinemark in Orem, mm-hmm. and I went and watched it. And after watching the theater, I was like, I get it. I get it now. Yeah. It well, makes so much sense to me. And, and so I I um, I was uh, I didn't get to see it in like a movie theater, but I did see it on like a bigger screen in um, you know, at my school where they had it they had a like, projector set up and we watched right. it, right? Which was awesome. And and then. Uh, we, I, and then I forced my wife to go and see it because she had to go and review something for like some literary class or something. She had to do a, a review of a movie, and they were showing this again and like that on that big screen. And she didn't, she was not as impressed as as you <laughs> and I were. But we get it, Phil. I'll tell you, it's been fun. I, I got to see Citizen Kane on half oh. of IMAX. I got to see um, Apocalypse Now. I got to mm. see Two Thousand One: A Space Odyssey. Wow. 
I see. I mean, I see like seventy-five films. Dude, I semester. bet two thousand one was just spectacular. It was incredible. That's another one. It's like okay, I get it now. I oh, get it. Oh, dude, yeah. so we've seen some fun films. Every time I talk to you, I just get so jealous. <laughs> and then I remember that you're trapped in New Mexico. But. Yeah. So so let's let's do this. Let's talk about Star Wars, and then we can talk more about like the film stuff because yeah. it, I'm in this interesting situation now where. Um, Obviously, I'm out here for film. It's the only reason I live in New Mexico. But after shooting my documentary, mm-hmm. uh, ironically enough, on internet marketing, I'm so fired up to do internet marketing again. I'd rather skip class and work on my internet marketing stuff. Why not do both, man? Follow, right. follow both your dreams. Well, I'm going to, but it's just interesting because I'm at that stage where, again, I'd rather not watch films in a half an IMAX theater and go work on the computer. Yeah, that then, sucks. So it's changed. So let's get to that. But... Let's 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 finish talking about the Star Wars, man. All right, all right. So, um, we both we both know because we I you know sent you a text as soon as I saw it and we both just gooed out together today. I literally squeed. Uh, so the 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 official uh, teaser number two was released today for Star Wars: The Force Awakens, um, which comes out this Christmas, and uh, and I I was so excited after seeing the very first teaser. Like yeah. I was just giddy. But but this one is completely on another level. Yes. Like, like I, I think that to do it justice, we need to just we need to watch it together, Phil, and experience okay. this together, and we yes. can react, and then we can talk about it after. What do you think? Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Let's see if I can if I can pull it up here. Please ignore my panting dog. Lucasfilm. Oh. Oh. oh, this big long shot, and, and there's that crashed X-wing. This is a destroyer. Yeah, yeah. The force is strong in my family. Oh, <laughs> wonder who that is. Oh, the, the mask. My father has it. I have it. My sister has it. Oh no! What happened? Oh, sorry, here we go. My sister has it. You have that power too. <gasps> Who's he? Who is it? Who's he talking to? Who? Talking to Flynn? Oh my gosh, it made me so happy to see Han Solo. Uh, just a taste, you know, just yeah, just enough to make us drool. Okay, uh, there's one thing that bothers me about this. Oh, I want to see it. if you picked up on it. Let me hear it. Okay, who did the score? Well, is it G- is it Giacano? No. Is it is not it, Michael? 
It's not John Williams? I don't know. I'm asking. Oh, I don't know. I've done any research on it. But I could almost... I couldn't tell whether it was Star Trek or Star Wars. Oh. The new Star Trek. I mean, he works with Giacomo and everything he does, right? And he did Up. I mean, that guy... How could he not everything. do it with John Williams, though? Right. I don't know. Hmm. So, I don't know. But it... It confuses me a little bit because it's got a bit of... Okay, I pulled up the Wikipedia. Here you go. In July 2013, John Williams was confirmed to compose the score. Williams composed original music for the the film's first trailer. The score will be recorded by Los Angeles musicians over several months. That's the first trailer. Oh, well, that's true. But but for the score, I mean, that's more than the trailer. He just recorded original music for the first trailer. Okay, well, I'm just saying, take a look at it. Okay, well, I'll have to go back and listen to it again. Yeah, I don't know. It just sounds a little Star Trek-y to me. It's so. very epic. Very epic. It is. And it builds like, like none other. Like, it starts out quiet. You know, with the Lucasfilm starting out, and then that long shot goes across. But I just kept feeling like I was going to see the Enterprise just like kind of lift up out of some cloud vapor. Uh, it's, I didn't, it kind of ruined that, that for me. Were you looking for more of like the theme, like like the good old Star Wars? Duh, I don't know. No. Which one would know. you want in that? I don't know. I, I want new. I want something new, though. Yeah, I can get that. All I know is I'm just I'm so excited. I'm so beyond excited. There's still so many questions, and I've yeah. admittedly not been I've not been doing research because I just want to go in and have oh. my mind blown. I know I'm, I I can't help myself sometimes. Like I, I have to do a little bit, but so so for those of you that don't know, this trailer, you know, was released today, and it's, it's April 16th, and and it was released at the Star Wars celebration in Anaheim where like all the Star Wars nerds get together and they this was the very start of the of the week long so <laughs> it goes like starts today and then it goes until Sunday and all it is is just Star Wars like for 4 days or something 3 days That's great and um but people were like they camped out overnight to see this and JJ Abrams sent everybody that was camping out overnight for seats in the in the auditorium he sent them all pizza no way yeah yeah, like they were tweeting it out last night, and then like I watched a video today of um, just some guys from Slash Film that were talking about their reaction to the trailer, and like one of the guys is just like he's got tears just like streaming down his oh, face geez. while he's like talking about it about how like, perfect it is. I was like, dude, I just love that. I love that so what much. What else? What else creates that kind of like? fandom and culture ultimate fandom and nostalgia and i mean yeah people get that with with other things but just star wars is just so so special yeah it is special it's i i'm i hope that it just is the biggest movie of all time yeah i I, I hope it it tops the box office records of all time it's yeah i it's got to, you know. I can't wait. It's it's gonna be a good Christmas, man. Yeah, I just oh, I just wish it was here now. I know. I'm I've got money set aside just so I can buy tickets. Oh, dude, like, buy that marathon. Buy yeah, that marathon. If they do, I will totally. I will do that. Will you come up here and watch it with me? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. All of all of you smelly bellies are invited. 
It would be an honor. Maybe maybe I'll just uh, maybe I'll save up my, my pennies and buy like ten tickets. We can, like, just invite two smelly bellies. Any, any of our belly buttons that want to come. Our belly buttons. That's ridiculous. I was thinking that we could actually make buttons. Yeah. And they call them belly buttons. Yeah, we can make belly buttons. Just, just belly, like button button belly button. Just yeah. my belly button yeah. is on the button. Belly button buttons. People might think they're, <laughs> my, people might think they're buttholes, but... <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> There'd be some problems with oh, that buttholes. All right, all right. That's enough gooing over, over Star Wars. Super excited. Yeah. Uh, so I've got another show that I wanted to talk to you about. Two shows, actually. Actually... Yeah, two two and a half shows. Okay. Um, so Netflix, I love I love me some Netflix, right? Yeah. And the content that they're putting out is just fantastic. You talking about Daredevil? Yes. I haven't watched it. Yet. I heard though. Okay, so you got it. I've only I've only watched two and a half episodes, and um, I just got to tell you, man, I Marvel has got the recipe just locked <laughs> down. Like it's so good, and like there's emotion and there's just tragedy. And I'm I'm super excited because right after we get done recording, I'm going up to watch it. You know, like it's been so great, so so great. Um, so definitely check that out on on Netflix because I know I know that you'll love that. Um, cool, I will for sure. So the other one that that I'm really really liking right now that I finished, I watched it like. Uh, I watched it literally over like three days with my brother Adam. We were we went down when we went down to Vegas. We were you know at night like late at night you know we both stayed up and we watched Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Yeah, which is written I'm, by Tina Fey and Robert a couple Carlock. episodes into this one, it's pretty great. It's very very funny and and we just we really bonded over it. We loved it. It's hilarious, um, and I'm really excited for the next the next show, but. I wanted to kind of talk to you like I feel like we're seeing we're seeing something new in in not only television but in film as well. We're starting to see in my opinion what what I think is like a lot more of these strong feminine roles, you know, or their or their female based shows. And I and I think that's awesome, but I think that like it's proving that 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 women can carry these shows. I mean, we've got stuff like the Hunger Games, you know, and and um, like Insurgent and Divergent and Kimmy Schmidt and like, um, you know, Tina Fey's been doing, doing this for so long, you know, just carrying um, like Thirty Rock and um, I think I think that it's just it's I think it's something that I've noticed lately and it's just I don't know. I wanted to get your thoughts on it. What do, what do you think? Do you think it's something that's uh, evolving or growing or changing? You know, I go to a school, it's obviously a liberal arts school, and one of the big things is feminism is a big thing on my campus. Now, I'm a feminist. Feminism, the definition of feminism is it's someone who believes men and women are equal. And that's all it is. But that that's all it needs to be to be a feminist. So I'm a feminist by that definition. What I don't like, what I can't stand are people who put men down or media that puts men down and makes us feel inept in order to make women feel more powerful. I don't think that's appropriate in any way. In fact, it's just, it's, it's just doing, yeah, it's just as bad. So I bring that up because one of the things that is constantly touted is are the huge discrepancies in the number of women involved in showbiz or in any position and the fact that men still make more Right. per hour like more annually than than women do right so so yeah i think there's huge discrepancies in those things and yes i do think that it's becoming more aware i will say that i don't think there are enough uh, there's enough of that 
So, so one of the people that we met this year at Sundance, um, and it's Miss, uh, I can't remember her name, but um, she had her show, um, This Representation, that documentary. Yeah, it was. I think you watched it. It was misrepresentation. It's about how men um, are misrepresented in the media as well. Yeah. Um, and how ma- like masculinity and all these things are just. It's very confusing, and we basically make men put on masks and tell them they can't be, they can't cry, and all this stuff. Yeah. Well, she did a film called Misrepresentation, and it's a pretty interesting documentary. I think everyone should watch it, and it goes through this process. And one of the big things they say is, you need to be the change you want to be. Like you need to be the role model. Women need to be the role models that they want to see. And they talk about how a lot of these people didn't have those role models growing up and they had to become them. So yeah, I think it is. But at the same time, I don't think that oh. in any way we're where we need to be. No, but I think I think what what it's doing is is, is it's proving it time and time again that like audiences want this. Like people want to see more strong female leads they want to see female based storylines and and they're going to pay for it and it's going to yeah. be just as successful as any as any other one or just the new black you know yes. Schmidt, the killing um I seen the killing it's really good I mean, there's like three seasons though it's really good filmed in seattle hmm. very interesting hmm. um yeah it's yeah, so yeah, I, I think I definitely agree. I think that we're getting there, and obviously our culture is different than our parents' culture, and their culture is different than our grandparents' culture, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's well, just becoming more acceptable. So so that that takes me to some a somewhat controversial topic. Um, you know, we, we haven't talked about Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah. So Ghostbusters is coming is going to be coming out, right, with this, uh, I don't All know if it's cast. just a reboot or what. But it's all females, right? Right. And, you know, yes, I, I'm all for females. I really am. And and honestly, I think that this cast is fantastic and it's going to be so good. And it, and I think that it works because they weren't able to get everybody from the original cast, right? So, like, why not mix it up? And, right. But, but what's, what's your take? Are you, are you a little bit nervous about Ghostbusters? Yes. Oh, well, Ghostbusters is such a huge part of my childhood. Yeah, you got the nostalgia factor. It is such a huge part of my childhood. Mm-hmm. And probably, like, to a degree, I care more about that than I did of the Ninja Turtles remake. Yeah. I understand there have been so many iterations of the Ninja Turtles that the Ninja Turtles we're watching are not my Ninja Turtles. I gave up because on the Ninja Turtles once I saw the trailer. Well, I, I, I still haven't even seen it. You should watch it. I'm not going to watch it. It's interesting just to watch. But, again, it's not the same Ninja Turtles that we grew up with because there have been so many different versions of the Turtles since then. But how many different versions of the Ghostbusters have there been since we were kids? None. 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 Maybe. maybe, Was there, like, some video games? I don't know. Um, Yeah, sure. Sure. There was, like, a Ghostbusters 30th anniversary version of Fruit Ninja, which was cool. Um, (laughs) Yeah, it was really cool. Do you, like, do you, like... Slice ghosts, <laughs> ghost, ghost fruit or something. Interesting. Um, that's, yeah. that's a bit of a stretch for me. <laughs> <laughs> but but I mean the cartoon, everything. I had the toys. I gave my best friend when I moved to Oklahoma. I gave him my my giant tower. My like, f- I had the firehouse was one of the toy sets I got, and I gave it to him as a going away gift. Like, oh, yeah. I mean, it is such a huge part of my my childhood. I had a toy that would light up and it would project the ghosts on the ceiling i still have my backpack somewhere like a little plastic one that wouldn't even fit on my butt my right butt cheek at this point because i'm so giant 
Um, so, speaking of toys, though, did you see the Lego um, Ecto One? Oh my gosh, car? I would kill for that. Yeah, that sounds awesome. I've, I've got the, like the Back to the Future. You know, I, know. I was. I helped your wife order that for you. Uh, I, but I, kinda, I actually I kinda ordered this that one too. You. But my DeLorean just sits there. I need to take. I'm probably going to take it to work. That'd be a yeah. good place to have it. Yeah. So so again, with women playing the parts, I mean, it is what it is, and it's a great cast. Um, from what I remember, it's like Melissa McCarthy and yeah. Fat Amy and um, Kristen Wiig, right? Poor Fat Amy. <laughs> no, she's great. She but is we great. can't. We can't even call her by her name. Oh no, she's Fat Amy. Oh. <laughs> But, but yeah, so yeah, I'm excited about that. But obviously, there is a level of, you know, machismo that comes with, like, um, Peter Venkman, right? Yeah. And there's, there's a level of nerdiness that comes with Egon that you just have to have. And there's a little <laughs> level of awesomeness that comes with the black Ghostbuster. I can't remember his name. <laughs> but, the black guy. <laughs> right? We don't have what's-his-name playing um, the key master. <laughs> like... You know, so I don't know. I we'll see what it is, and I'll go watch it. But I just don't think it's ever going to compete with the originals. I mean, it's not Dan Aykroyd, and it's not Bill Murray. You know, yeah. Dan Aykroyd is writing it though. I think he's helping. Yeah, and then the guy who plays Egon, I think, was the writer. I can't remember his name. He also wrote Year One. He's a pretty famous writer. Year One was a letdown. Right, but it's because it's Jewish culture, and you're not Jewish. Yeah. Rebel Wilson. Rebel Wilson, Fat Amy. That's right. We all know her name. I don't know why I can't remember it. Rebel, yeah. So we'll see. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. So um, I've got got one other thing. Sorry, I've kind of got a list of stuff. Oh, you're good. Um, So I don't know if you know. So have you heard of Casey Neistat? No. So he's a filmmaker. He's in New York. I bet you've seen some of his videos. He's he's mainly he's just on YouTube. Well, right now he is. He's done like some HBO specials. He's he's done a, a couple features at Sundance, but the main place where I know him from is from YouTube because he makes these awesome YouTube videos. But he's also just this fascinating personality, and um, I've always loved his videos that he makes. But he just barely started doing a daily vlog, and okay. this has been really interesting for me because. You know, it's something that I've thought about doing, and and uh, in the shower, not, eating food. Yeah, yeah, but I'm not. I'm not a filmmaker. I mean, I think I think we all are, but I'm not. Like, I don't. At least not currently in my life, right? Like, I think we all can be, but we just have right. to do the work, right? Um, but this guy, you know, he's he's taking it upon himself to start making these daily vlogs, and he does it, and he actually puts serious time into each one of them, and he's got a regular like job. He's a busy guy, like always doing stuff but he's he made it a goal and he doesn't know how long he'll be able to keep it up but um i've just loved watching it and uh, i'm I'm excited to see where it goes and i feel like um it's really interesting so if you have a chance go check out casey neistat on youtube um you can maybe start out by watching some of his um some of his popular videos so you can get a feel for his style and then start watching some of his vlogs and and you can see like he's just kind of talking to the camera about what he's doing every day like he goes running a lot and he takes like these awesome shots just with like all of these cameras he's got um you know he's got a really good setup like i really like his style that's Um, awesome a lot of like hand titling and stuff yeah i'm sure you put a link up in the show notes and like on the site but no no i won't i'm not gonna do that shut up just send me a link too so i can check it out and and then the last thing i gotta give a shout out 
to old Colby Dancliffe. Yeah. Good old Colby. Hey there, Colby. I hope you're I listening. think I know what this is about. So I, I was at dinner. Where were we, Colby? We were at dinner, I think, at our friend's Peyton's house. And, um, and Colby was talking about this show, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And I've heard you talk about it, Phil. Dude, and I've dude. heard about everybody talk about this show, but I just haven't watched it. Like it's just has not been on my radar. I'm just but like, if Colby I'll, I'll recommends a show. Totally. If Colby does. Colby is the person who recommended New Girl to me. Yes. And I was staying so over there good. at the Costa de Feather, which is what I call it when I vacation at their house. <laughs> and it was on, and we watched it, and I have been in love ever since. Yes, I love the New Girl. But thanks to Colby, I'm in love with Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh my I'm gosh. Just, I'm giddy every time there's a new episode that, that shows up on my That's Hulu. the show I was saying in the last episode where I sit there and I'm just like, oh, it's not there. <laughs> Look, every day, yeah. there's not a new one. It's and every taking Sunday, forever. Every like, there Monday was like one on like there, a few weeks like, ago that yeah. just popped up and then nothing. And then every Monday I get on there and I'm like, oh, man, there wasn't one. And then every Tuesday morning I check again in case it got delayed. Now, still not another one. I'm just going to set up an alert for, for <sighs> Yeah, it's time. so good. Yeah, Brooklyn Nine One Nine Nine. Have you seen the first season? Yes, I've seen all of it. I'm totally caught up. The Halloween episode from the first season is by far the funniest episode oh. of TV I have ever seen in my entire life. This is so good. Tears, <laughs> tears of joy. I, I cried. That episode was so great. Oh man. Royal babies. <laughs> um. So uh, another show. Sorry, I got all these shows. Um, I, I'm also in love with Silicon Valley on HBO. Yeah, a new season just started, right? Yep, just started. First episode just started back up. I'm really excited to see what they do with this. You know, Mike Mike Judge. Yep, it's and, great. Um, it's right uh, in my alley. I've also been watching Community, season six of Community. Okay. So I'm all caught up on that. Um, I, I signed up for HBO now so that I can watch my Game of Thrones and my, uh, my Silicon Valley whenever I want. Nice. Um, and then there's also a new show that is on FX, and it's called The Comedians, and it's with Billy Crystal and Josh Gad. Oh, who, yeah. Who plays, uh, um, what, I don't know, he's in the Book of Mormon musical, and then he's Olaf in Frozen. And uh, the first episode was actually pretty good. Um, the second episode is on tonight. They play actually. themselves, right? They play themselves, but yeah, like like versions of themselves. Uh-huh. Right? Um, and then also Louis is back, season five. <laughs> so I just love, 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 you love, love Louis, Louis so much. Um, there's just so much stuff to watch. Mad Men's back. Game of Thrones is back. Workaholics is still cruising. <laughs> like, oh, I love it. I see you watch catch up on Workaholics. Sorry about that. My yeah. dog just decided to drop kick my microphone. Stop that. I think that she's saying that, that we're done. Though. I think she is saying that she's going to go outside. Well, <coughs> I, I just love sitting here talking to you about, you know, we do it all everything, day. everything that we got going on. And I could talk movies forever, TV shows forever. So, yeah. Oh, Star Wars, though, it's going to be so good. You can't wait. It's going to be great. I well, can't. All right, smell the bellies. Okay, smells. Smell you later. Sniff you soon.